0: Welcome to another episode Live the Battlefield and my name is Mario Bekes and today we're gonna talk about stars. It's a little bit early here in Sydney, it's 8 a.m. But my guest is on the other side of the planet where it's quite late night. Ladies and gentlemen, today we talk about stars. Astrology. Yeah. You know, we, we love to read all our star signs, when it's good in newspapers, but let's go dig deep into this conversation with Nicoletta Nascos. Nikki, welcome to the podcast Life the Butterfield.
1: Hi Mario, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's, it's an honor <laughs> thank you, and Nikki. a pleasure. And, and
0: after we have we have some hiccups last couple of weeks, but you know the flooding in Sydney is gonna end today, hopefully, and we're gonna be able to record everything because <laughs> the internet issues and everything else. But Nikki, for the start for our listeners, who is Nikki and why you are expert in astrology
1: okay so um, Nikki who am I I think that's like a really interesting question to ask someone who they are because often we don't really pay much attention to who we are uh, we go through life, I guess, just existing and maybe doing the things that might be expected of us, etc. But a few years ago, I had an experience where someone asked me, and it's not so much life, who are you? But um, someone asked me, what do you think happens when you die? Okay, interesting, yes. (laughs) And that question really shaped who I am today. And it really made me dig into what it means to be alive and who I am as a per- person and what my purpose is. Um,
0: Interesting purpose, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me, um, at the time, I hadn't really thought about it much. I have a, a Greek upbringing, so orthodox uh, religion, and you know, I've started reciting what it, heaven, hell, all of these different things. And then I looked at my friend and I was like, actually i'm not sure what it is that i truly believe in um and at the time i was at university i was studying anthropology which is the study of societies and people and their belief systems and everything in between and um i really had a real awareness that i hadn't a clue what it was i believed in and essentially who i was and that kind of spiraled into me getting into different things, such as like meditation and journaling, but also researching all different belief systems, whether um, all the different religions, all the different ideas, and really digging deep and trying to understand
0: that. Aspect that there. a few
1: years, <laughs> a few years after that, um, I got into astrology. And I noticed it started giving me a skeleton of who I am and what I'm about, Um, and yeah, it kind of escalated from there. So now I'm Nikki, a person, (laughs) Um, but also an astrologer. Long-winded way to answer your question. No,
0: there's a many aspects about astrology which we don't see the normal people and we believe this is just some software you plugged in and you know stars show you you know you interpreting this but you say something very interesting and that's what makes you expert and that's reason why I wanted you on my podcast. It's the what you said you studied anthropology, you know life itself and you discovered a purpose I believe that many people actually wondering on this planet as a souls. Everybody try to complicate their life. Everybody tries to analyze everything because they have no purpose. And you define your clearly your purpose It's to help others through your education, your tert- tertiary education, your qualifications, your experience to become astrologer. But you don't doing any type of astrology because I was the one who opens the newspapers and say, ah, Virgo, ah, today you're gonna win the lot and everything else. It's like so if I if I read this Virgo, my style is double Virgo. Um, if I win the lottery, I mean every Virgo on this planet is going to win the lottery, but it's more personalized. These stars. So can you guide us? What is astrology? What what astrology entitled What is definition of astrology?
1: Okay, yeah. So what you read in the newspapers is very much what I'd call pop astrology or um, vague astrology. It, It kind of, it has its own purpose. I guess it's more entertainment purposes. Uh, What I do is different. It kind of digs in a little bit deeper. Uh, Whereas the magazine Astrology will look at your sun sign. When you visit an astrologer, it will consider not just your sun sign, but the other planets. um, And then how they interlink with each other. Um, they might look at asteroids, they might look at what's currently happening in the night sky, and then they bring it forward to you.
0: The Astrology must be some, some very, very old discipline because I believe, you know, what I learned in history classes, you know, the, before the human discovered the fire, ooh, we have the fire, we had the stars, star, and stars, moon and uh, sun. And I believe that there is a, a lot of written history, rich history, which talks about alignment of the stars and the sun, moon, and that was sort of used to predict next season, you know what I mean, harvesting and, you know, the, let's go in the wall, whatever it is. So, Nikki, what type of astrology are you doing? Your type of astrology, your discipline is a little bit different than anybody expected. You're doing some karmic? Uh,
1: some Yes. So mine is soul purpose astrology. Um, so it's karmic astrology, evolutionary astrology, where we look at the stars in determining your soul purpose. We will tap into, um, it, it does tie into my own personal belief system, which is reincarnation. So it will look at your previous lives, your previous trauma, and why you've come now to this planet in this space and time, um, and what was your reasoning and how you will um evolve and ascend as a person. Um there are lots of different fields, as you said, and as you know, I, I believe the three wise men were astrologers. You know, astrology has been going for a very long time. We can look at ancient sites, um a lot of them, as you said, do use astrology, um, and it's been used for many different purposes. But my specific purpose is, um, and how what I feel like my destiny is, is to help people on their journey of ascension, and is to help.
0: Okay, God so was... I, you know, I'm already like I'm like okay. a little kid now. Um, You know, everyone loves to talk about uh, serious topics, war, politics, money, but nobody talks about uh, life itself or health or even karma. And I'm the victim of my own research. And when I punch it into the Dr. Google and the internet, you know, itself, what is the karma? I can't find... Anything common between anyone of those who presenting or defining what the karma it is, but I think that it's, it's a it's a it's a belief in a folklore. You know, I mean, amongst the people that karma is, for example, Tim Binland, You know, I mean, if he if he doesn't wake up at eight o'clock in the morning, and uh, you know, life is gonna punish him. He'll not get the lunch next day. Is it that true? Like that we expected a karma. It's actually. Tit for tat, you know, like Dalionis, you know what I mean, and you know, you do something bad and it's gonna come even worse to you. What what is the karma for the our for the, our viewers?
1: No, I don't I don't believe that at all. It's not you do something bad and something bad happens to you. That's um, and as you said, everyone has their own definition of karma. Um, my definitions come through my own meditations and my own spiritual work I do. Um, And I'm sure people online have their own definitions from whatever inner work they've done. But for me, karma is not I hurt someone, I'll get hurt back. It's, again, it's in line with that sole purpose thing. So it could be um, you have a difficult childhood. It's not necessarily because you did something terrible in a previous life. It could be there's something within you that had that difficult childhood and when you clear it, when you move it, you can really evolve and really ascend to a higher place and understand. Um, And this goes with the theory of the yin and the yang, where's that balance, but we also have a saying that um, the shadow is as big as the light So when someone has a big shadow, a dark past, when they shine the light on it, they can really shine more light and they can burn brighter.
0: Do you believe, like, you know, we talk about astrology itself and you're talking about past lives. I will say from my experience, uh, it's a a best way. So nobody found themselves in in, uh, predicament. I was the one who didn't believe in many things in my life. I truly didn't believe. Then I discover, only on the brink of my uh, of my life itself, you know, a lot of external events happen in my life, so I I was searching for the answers. And I was looking for the magic wand, somebody has magic wand to fix all my problems, or I was going in another direction, blaming everybody for my problems which obviously we have a tendency to blame everybody for you know for whatever's happened to us would you agree with that um, but we don't believe in the things which is inside of us and maybe around us as an energy till things really don't don't become very very serious now can you tell us more about these energies and how this influencing our astrology chart and you know negative energy, good energy, you know, is that something exists amongst us or it is just me wanting to believe that, that there's a good energy, negative energy?
1: Um so yeah there there are light in my opinion, there are lighter and darker energies and they also play out in the chart. Um so for instance you said you're a Virgo like Virgo when it's at its highest or at its strongest light is someone that's very caring and um, very analytical, doesn't miss a detail, is, you know, they they want to help. Um, however, when it's at its darker <laughs> or uh, shadow side, as we call it, a, the person can be very critical and nitpicky and um, might get obsessed with having things in order and um, people around them might not understand why they constantly are putting them down. The Virgo is like, I'm not putting you down. I'm just trying to help you be better. And that that's them going in the shadow side. Gemini is an also really... And it's an interesting one because gemini is a sign that gets a lot of in the bubblegum pop astrology gemini gets a lot of we call it in the UK stick <laughs> like they they get they get made fun of quite a lot it, people like are like oh you're gemini Whereas, you know gemini even though it's got bad connotations um That's at its shadow. In its shadow, it can be quite gossipy. It can, like, you know, get into, like, the nitty-gritty of things, but, like, in a very, like, superficial way. It can be be quite a superficial sign. But at its higher side, its light side, it's a very curious energy. It likes information. It likes social. It likes, you know, so this light and dark of, And it's what the person chooses to delve into. Um, And when someone is sort of veering away from a lot of like the astrology, say for instance, we go back to Virgo. You might meet a Virgo who's actually not clean at all. They're not tidy at all. They're not um, judgmental. They're not, they don't wanna help people. They don't wanna help anyone. Um, That comes, because it's the sun, the sun is what gives gives you life. So the person that's not doing that is they might be facing, like, depression because they're not doing what's giving them life. If they're not helping someone, they're not feeling alive. enough,
0: if I, if, I can, if I can answer to this, Nikki, And, like, again, I had more trouble in my life with my star sign. And we, the moment I met somebody, you know, the girl you know, quite often will pop this question, what is your star sign? And when I say Virgo, and I know that look goes, you know, like, through me, and it's like, oh, Virgo, really? And I say, why so negative? And I never understood why it's negative. Like, literally, honestly, like, you know, there's so numerous times when I was just like, I was like, oh, I don't know what my star sign it is. Okay, what's your date of birth? And I, when I said, you know, <laughs> ah, you're Virgo, and then I can see the like a relationship is like like a cold war, right, suddenly. I never understood why, and why would the people interpret star signs? Do we deeply do believe that people um, interpreting star signs when they meet to become the couples or lovers, whatever it is, based on their previous experiences, or they really have the solid base to judge as per star sign?
1: I will first say that I completely disagree with people making critiques on someone based just on their sun sign. That <laughs> That is, um, and if anyone listening to this does that, um, the, the birth chart is so much more complex and so much more in depth. We can't make an analysis on something so small. Um, Besides, the sun is what gives the person life, so the person might not even be following the traits of the sun sign. Um, you know, if you wanted to actually look at someone from a appearance point of view, which is how a person who would come to you and approach you, how they just did, you'd actually look at their rising sign, not their sun sign. Um, but even then, it's people are so much more complicated. So to just judge someone based on that, I think is tarnishing people from having very loving and lovely relationships. They're dismissing someone, and I don't think that's very good or very healthy for them. Um, They're blocking energy, if anything, (laughs) um, which is not what this is about. We wanna be open to energy and open to people. But in terms of compatibility, now, again, I will look at compatibility charts. If someone comes to me, they want to look at the compatibility. And you might get things that are stereotypical, known as they're good.
0: Okay, they're good, yeah. That doesn't mean nothing yet.
1: But, exactly, we are very complicated people, you know. Something that, like, if someone... if. If you get on with someone perfectly and there's this perfect flow and everything's perfect, you might be bored because there's so much good transit. There's so much good compatibility. There's There might not be enough to give you guys enough substance, enough fight, to enough to work through together. Um, and you might just simply not be interested in one another. Now, there's certain things that you'd look at and you're like, oh, that actually... I can see that will be quite difficult. Or that's actually very karmic. So you guys might have a few struggles at the beginning. Or so basically, what do is, what is you say to the off,
0: When people meet people, when human meets a human, <laughs> you know, and you know, they like each other, even I have a definition of the love, it's a attraction, seduction, destruction. Uh, but the well that's my definition of my experience but the point we I try to make
1: where's the love well, in there t- that's the first
0: two elements you know <laughs> attraction, seduction then it's go like you know the other parts but you know I'm working on this but what I try to say people should not judge each other generally as per day uh, star sign that's what you're saying there's a more in-depth analysis of the character based on a day star sign which you are determining by the uh, place when somebody's born the, the date of birth and um, uh, what else you need when you talk to somebody that's the elements most you need or when you look at somebody
1: yeah date of birth time and, and place. place why is the place important that's the, key things. Uh, the place is important because it it, it actually determines uh, it's alongside with the the time um, so we look at when we look at the Where the sun is setting or rising, we look at where the sun and everything is on a hole in the night sky, and the place and time gives us more accurate information. Um, So, for instance, if you were somewhere that was on a different time zone, like a team today in Melbourne, it's
0: far away, they're close to. Antarctica, cold area is different size. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It, it will just change the whole chart. Um, I don't want to get like too yes. technical. Of course it's not. Yes. <laughs> um. Because yeah. But basically with the date and time it will determine what your rising sign is and that sign maps out the rest of the chart it tells me where all the houses are it tells me um, how people perceive you it's just a really important element um, of the whole birth, the birth chart.
0: chart in in that respect when we are born obviously the you know i says something a very private. Last year, my son gifted me for my 49th birthday the canvas, right? Uh, it's a big canvas with the, with the stars, you know, printed how the night sky was look like when I was born, based on, of course, you know, place and date and everything else. And I'm looking at that image to my wall and I have no idea what that represents, right? I try to understand, right? You know, I can see the North Star because I was born in North Hemisphere. But I have no idea what that means. But speaking about karma, how the our previous lives affecting our current life, Nikki? For those who don't believe in karma, don't believe in previous lives, doesn't believe in energy, if you can simplify, you know, there must be something in our past, what we live in today, and history teaching us that many, many different civilizations believe in reincarnation, believe in previous lives and everything else. But in your words, how are previous lives influencing our current life? Okay,
1: so not every astrologer that does what I do believes in past lives. They sometimes believe it's the beginning of your life holds that energy. So a lot of the time when I give a reading, people will say, I've already experienced that, I know that. Um, how I think our previous lives play into this life is um, they're helping us to understand what it is we need to do to really start living from the heart, from a heart-centered place. Um, And when everything is free will, I completely believe in free will and like choice. Uh, The Buddhists have a belief system um, and in astrology, my branch of astrology, we have a belief system that we choose Um, a rough idea of what we think our life is going to be. Uh, We choose, for instance, uh, we might choose someone that's karmic, someone that we've had a previous experience with. And when we choose to meet up with them in this life, it's purely for us to evolve. Now, the thing is, we exactly, we could, if we... Don't choose to live in the heart. So, for instance, someone might have betrayed you in a previous life. Yes. They come into this life and you've met this person and you have no idea why, first of all, you feel like you know them immediately. But second of all, you strongly dislike them.
0: Yes, that is true. Feel, yeah.
1: That is <laughs> that is karmic sometimes you can meet someone and you can be like I just do not like this person and this person could have done absolutely nothing wrong to you and you can see they're not a bad person you just don't like them that's something karmic playing out now um, that's interesting. Yeah, little instances like this you might be able to just let the person go be like never think of them again but that acknowledgement is you letting go of some past life karma just being like that was you forgiving them. That was an energy exchange. Now to really evolve, you turn around and you look at the person and you you just give them love. And just be like, okay, that's a person going through life. They've probably had their struggles. They've probably had their highlights. They've probably had good times, bad times. Everything in between. Don't let me start seeing Led no, Zeppelin. Okay. <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> but Nikki, can I ask you? Uh, astrology, astrology can be uh, very misleading. You know, what do people need to look like if they're looking um, to, to, let's just say, they want to know the 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 star sign to somebody interpret the, the star sign. There's a lot of I can say um, people who are uh, they. They position themselves and they're saying that clairvoyance, they understand astrology and everything else. And people are foolishly go to this um, uh, fake, you know, process. Now, how do we know that we are coming to the right person like yourself? If somebody is looking to look at the star sign.
1: First of all, I think um, when someone's visiting any sort of astrologer clairvoyant, anyone in that field, they need to acknowledge that it is a prediction. The person they're seeing is using the map of the stars as a form of prediction. And um a few things will play out. Um, you know, like a weather forecast, the person can get it wrong and it's very important not to get obsessed with what the person says. Oh the person said, I'm gonna come into money, where's my money? Where's my money? <laughs> no, you still need to work for it.
0: <laughs> it doesn't come in like star says it's coming, but not how and where, yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, Now, there's lots of people that are interested in astrology and read into it, but I think paying attention to how the person articulates himself, if they are um, saying, oh, that person's evil, this person's that, this person's that, you know, this, there's a negative energy which shows that the astrologer or the clairvoyant hasn't really done a lot of inner work themselves. Ah,
0: okay. That's what it is, yes. So you're like a, more like a Switzerland, you know, I mean like a neutral, right? You're neutral because you you doing things on yourself and when you approach to reading to the star signs, you're neutral. You're just a reading that possible prediction in the stars. I have a question before we end up because we need to go you sleep and... Now, I have two questions for you, Nikki. Number one, it is, and um, these questions come from Tim Binland in Melbourne, our producer. <laughs> I'm lying, he's not. Okay, current situation, we have Ukraine, Russia, and everything else worldwide. What do you see? What the star says? What is waiting us for next 12 months? Shrinkage in Nutella supply in Australia, shrinkage of the traveling, you know what I mean? The less traveling across the globe. What the star says? What is waiting for this planet, this beautiful blue marble, in next twelve months? If I may ask you, just generally.
1: Okay, so this branch of astrology is what we call mundane Monday. astrology. Now, this is not my expert. Okay, Monday.
0: interesting. It's a pop Monday. Okay, that's that's the main definitions there. Okay, <laughs> that's <yeah.
1: laughs> Mundane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, it's not my expertise, but I have done research into this field and looked into it from my own general interest. Um, so I do have an answer for you, uh, but uh, there would be someone out there that may be able to answer it better. OK, I'll ask you a
0: simple screen. Do, Yes.
1: OK, so um, we have had quite a lot of what we call slow moving planets uh, making big transitions the last few years. A key one would be um, Pluto and Capricorn. Now, that's been moving since 2008. Pluto is um, its quite a destructive energy. It likes to break things down. It likes to transform them. And Capricorn represents our governments and our systems. So those two working alongside each other since 2008 have been breaking down our governments as we yes. know them. Yes,
0: we do it we, we every day. And happen, we're, moving
1: yes. into, <laughs> we're moving into more Aquarian energy, and that energy is more about um, revolutionizing and starting afresh, and it's new technologies.
0: Hopefully there will not be some terminators, you know I mean, we... AI, you know I mean, like chasing us
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're at the final degrees of that pluto and capricorn when we get to the final degrees that energy heats up it gets a little bit stronger and um we have it going on till 2024 in that energy um and it's all about the destruction of leadership It's all about breaking down leadership as we know it. We've also just had in America, one of, you know, the leading countries of the world, having its Pluto return, uh, which is it's going through its own revolution. What it means in terms of war, as you're saying, um, I'd have to look at. You know, the Ukrainian chart and the Russian chart, which I haven't done. You know, there's wars happening across the world all the time before this has even happened. I haven't looked directly at those charts, um, but I can say that when I look on a wider scale, we are looking to really make... um, Yeah, really break down societies as we know them.
0: Yeah, I think the society becomes polarized, yes, and divided. But after all, all these planets, I'm sorry to catch you there, um, but uh, the planet's going to align again, and we're going to have the happier society again. That's what I believe, or maybe I'm mistaken.
1: Oh, no, I completely agree with you. I I think, um, yeah, things are... Everything is happening for its purpose and everything is um, yeah, moving towards its light. When I look at like these these transits, I see more s- stuff now, this year, being a bit, as we can already see, because we've got the South Node in Scorpio. So um, South Node in Scorpio is like, again, it's like destruction, but of um, political themes again. Um, but then after that, it's moving towards finding more stability, more groundedness. That's and, what we need. Positivity. Yes.
0: The, so positive happening.
1: <laughs> and then it follows into the Aquarian energy, which is all about coming together and uniting, and you, you know, you know so we doing things some, differently. Uh,
0: some uh, speed bumps, um, you know, and uh, after this is going to be highway for the for the happiness, which is. I expected. Last question, very last question. Okay, in last couple of years, oh, okay, I don't understand why, but everybody speaks about. Please correct me if I don't pronounce properly. Retrograde Mercury. Everything is retrograde Mercury. Okay, you see, you're laughing. See, everybody talks about retrograde Mercury, and everybody blames that retrograde Mercury. What is the story about that Mercury? That planet of Mercury, that retrograde thing, you know what I mean? So, Mercury. Yeah. Mercury, sorry, Mercury. You know, this is when you don't know English like me, so that's a good one. People need to repeat everything after me. Correct me, repeat, and the listeners can hear better. So, yes, please tell me.
1: Okay, so Mercury retrograde. Um, I think Mercury retrograde has really made its star appearance, star of the show in our current times because it's one of the fastest moving planets um, and its transits happen quite frequently. We have Mercury retrograde happening three times a year. So people that start getting interested in astrology and start monitoring the the planets, they can see that when Mercury retrograde is happening, it's meant to be technology breaking down, miscommunication, misappointments, etc, etc. That's something that people can really start analyzing and understanding without looking at all the slower moving planets. And I think that's what's really fueled people because they can it's it's tangible as well. They can see. Oh yeah, but like because it rules uh, short term pr- transportation, so they can be like, oh yeah, like my train wasn't working. Oh yeah, there were delays on buses. Oh, my partner did misunderstand me when I said that, etc. <laughs> so it's something people can monitor. But I personally, ha- and I've written articles about this. I hate how much Mercury retrograde has got a a bad connotation because (laughs) it's actually a really beautiful time for people to go back to ideas that they've had in the past and they want to rekindle or to have conversations um with loved ones it's more spending time with loved ones not talking about the past but just being very present with them or you know spending um if you're writing a book like spending time writing a book you know if when someone has mercury retrograde in their birth chart they tend to be quite creative you see it in people that are writers scholars etc having it it's a form of expression it's just been misconstrued somewhere down the so line we, we basically
0: <laughs> shouldn't we shouldn't blame the the retrograde Mercury because this is exactly what i'm reading those things well uh, Nikki, I like to say thank you very much for finding time, being awake late in uh, in, by, in UK. Um, we're gonna put uh, all Nikki bio down in uh, description of the video. Feel free to contact Nikki, and she's gonna help you to read your stars, your star chart, and she's gonna help you to understand the meaning and purpose of your life. Nikki, thank you very much for being the guest today on a podcast like the battlefield i truly appreciate and you know thank you very much for being with us today so everybody bio in the link in the link in description how to contact nikki and uh, please feel free to talk to nikki you're gonna be glad you did it
1: well thank you for trusting me and thank you for having me on your show and thank you for all the interesting questions as always it's lovely connecting with you mario thank you nikki